Hey, this is Jonathan with Limitless Mindset coming to you here from the Parliament Building in Bucharest, Romania. And as, as you can see really clearly, it's a big, gray, brooding building. And this is a pretty gray, brooding part of the world. I've been living here in Eastern Europe for about four months now, and it's actually a surprisingly nice part of the world compared to uh, what the headlines would have you believe about it. However, it is a real global hotspot for seasonal affective disorder, or SAD, as it is uh, appropriately uh, assigned an acronym. And SAD is something that you've probably experienced before if you don't live in a part of the world where you uh, have coconuts and palm trees out in front of your house. Seasonal affective disorder is, you know, once we get into the winter months, the days start getting shorter, the, uh, it gets dark sooner, there's a whole lot less sun, sunlight, people are sleeping more, people are spending more time inside, and there's kind of a tendency to you know, watch a whole lot more TV, spend more time on the computer, you're not going out as much, you're not seeing friends as much, you're not quite exercising as much, and as a result, actually a, a fairly significant proportion of the world suffers from a mild depression during these winter months. And of course, there are all sorts of like holistic ways to deal with this. Things like keeping your diet really, really strict. Things like setting up a home gym. Things like installing special lighting in your bedroom so that you can feed your system a little bit more vitamin D and kind of trick your neurobiology into uh, thinking that it's the summertime. And these are all great options, but for me, I'm a digital nomad, and none of these work really great for me, or none of these are like real consistent options for my lifestyle. So coloracetam, for me, is an irreplaceable biohack for seasonal affective disorder. It's not a hardcore focus drug like modafinil, nor does it give me a bunch of energy and pep like caffeine or paracetam. What it really does is just add a subtle and underlying positivity to my mood. And there really is a noticeable difference uh, to my mood on it and off of it, especially in this dreadfully gloomy part of the world. It really is a quintessential antidepressant. Some comedian made a joke about what happens if you're not depressed and you take antidepressants? Do you just become more awesome? Well, in my case with coloracetam, no. I would say that it improves my mood by about 25 to 75%. And it really is a great 
nootropic if you're into meditation, which sounds a little bit weird. To really appreciate this nootropic, you need to do meditation, guy. I find that if I do about 20 milligrams of coloracetam, about 15 minutes before I do my meditation, when I get in that blue sky mode of meditation, I really can appreciate in how positive a mood I am in. And it's, it's something that even doing meditation really consistently for, for a year now, I, I made it, it's, it's January 1st, and my New Year's resolution last year was to do meditation for a whole year, and I did it. New Year's resolutions work for some people. <laughs> if, you, if you set good habit-based New Year's resolutions, I've found that even doing meditation all year long, the uh, state of positivity that I'm on after I do the coloracetam is, 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 is a different level. And that's kind of, that's kind of cool. That, be, that may make it worth trying for some people out there. Coloracetam is not great for mood permeability. I have tried it a couple of times at the end of the day when I was in my zombie, Borg drone type mood when I wasn't really in the mood to do anything. And I, it didn't make a whole lot of difference like say Kratom, Phenibut, Paracetam, or even meditation does when I'm in that state of mind and I want to transition out of it. So going forward, Chloricetam is not gonna be my go-to social smart drug. So I'm starting to think that nootropics like this can be enablers of nihilism. And let me explain with a personal anecdote what I mean by that a little bit. One day, kind of like probably a lot of you, I started watching documentaries about ISIS and the migrant crisis. And this drew me into a very dark little corner of the internet. And I started watching more and more videos, trying to understand these uh, really profound geopolitical things that are happening in this world. And I started getting drawn further and further into this rabbit hole of nihilism, of just saying, wow, fuck the world. There's so many problems in the world right now. And the healthy solution to this kind of nihilism is, is to practice a little bit of discipline and not indulge it, turn off the depressing content. But I actually found myself kind of using the uh, antidepressant as an excuse that I'd be like, well, you know, I really shouldn't spend all day while I'm working on doing SEO on a website watching depressing documentaries in the in the side window. I really shouldn't do that, but then I'd also I'd justify that, you know, hey, I'm going to be taking the antidepressant coloracetam, which is going to even my mood out so I don't end up feeling completely depressed at the end of the day. So it like like the same uh, dynamic that we face with are biohacking. Biohacking and nootropics and smart drugs can actually be used to kind of cover up some, some bad habits. 
I tried coloracetam for the first time in the amount of about 20 grams right before going on a walking tour of Berlin, Germany in the middle of a, of a beautiful fall day. I'll attach a few touristy photos and unfortunately I did not experience the often praised side effect of coloracetam, which is that it kind of makes the outdoor world seem more vivid and alive. I, I didn't get that at all. A YouTube commenter suggested combining coloracetam with L-theanine, which is a little bit of an odd combination, but I tried it and it's actually a really good stack. The creative mindset of the L-theanine is nicely complemented by the optimism, optimism that the coloracetam promotes and this has kind of become like my go-to stack after I've ran out of paracetam and it's yeah it's real conducive to writing projects to creative projects more so than really hardcore logical type projects are one of the other anecdotal uh, reports that you hear a lot about coloracetam is actually that it reverses caffeine tolerance. And uh, a lot of people out there are saying that if you take some coloracetam and then you drink coffee like normal, you're just gonna feel like a Greek god consuming ambrosia while lounging on the fields of Elysium. And this effect I did not experience at all either. Maybe you will. There's a lot of coffee addicts out there that I'm sure <laughs> would really enjoy this. Another way of reversing caffeine tolerance is just to stop drinking coffee for about 10 days and when you go back and have that first cup after a whole 10 days off, you're gonna feel pretty freaking amazing. So try that out probably before you try out coloracetam, honestly. It has a rocky, clumpy consistency that reminds me of cocaine. The tiny rocks feel like boulders underneath my tongue, and you may need to break it up before consumption. I've been taking it sublingually because it's so damn expensive. I don't want to waste a single granule of it. Its taste is not real pleasant, and it kind of lingers on your palate, so I don't recommend taking it before a meal. It doesn't taste great, but it's not as bad as some smart drugs I've tried. Science Guy on Longevity suggested that it potentiates oxyracetam. Well, Cabajo contains oxyracetam, and I took the two together a couple of times, and I didn't really experience a strong, noticeable potentiation of oxyracetam's effects. What about sleep deprivation? Well, one day I was operating on about four hours of sleep and I kept slipping back into an unfocused funk. So I did coloracetam twice at 1 p.m. and 4 p.m. and there was a noticeable lack of effect. 
I wish I could rate Colorado Sotam higher because I, I actually do like it quite a bit, but I'm deducting two stars. I'm rating it three stars out of five. You can see the breakdown of my rating on the review below this video. I'm deducting two stars because it's just not a great value. There's plenty of other nootropics that for a third or even a fourth of the cost of coloristatin have pretty much the same effect on mood, memory, and focus. So for the mere economics of it, I wouldn't reorder coloristatin. I want to mention, because it is so expensive, it gets you almost all of the way to a free consultation with me. If you don't know, for anyone that spends $100 or more with Peak Nootropics via the links on my website, they can receive a free 25-minute biohacking consultation with me. And I actually want to change the rules just a little bit. I've had a couple of people that I talked to after they had placed their order and I discovered that they'd actually kind of ordered some things that were maybe not completely optimal for their biohacking goals. So if you are a little bit uncertain of what you should spend your $100 on, you can actually do your consultation with me first. I guess I'm kind of trusting that no one's going to abuse this, but if you want to do your consultation first and then hit the buy button, spend your hundred bucks, that's fine also. Again, my name is Jonathan with Limitless Mindset and I look forward to an ongoing consultation with you. Go ahead and hit the subscribe button wherever it appears on your screen.